You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. Do you love sci-fi, horror, and fantasy films? Then grab a badge for Otherworlds Film Festival, the country's premier sci-fi film festival. There will be Q&As, panels, parties, and mixers. Rub elbows with up-and-coming and established filmmakers, as well as like-minded filmgoers. Come celebrate our seventh year, December 3rd through 6th, at the Galaxy Highland in Austin, Texas. Badges are now for sale at otherworldsfilmfest.com. That's otherworldsfilmfest.com. Thanks killing Santa's sleigh, the ginger dead man. You know, I learn by being hurt, like many people do. Pavlov, the psychologist, talked all about it. And I gotta tell you, when I realized the title of this movie, Blood Vessel, was one of those titles, I immediately put on my safety armor. Like, oh God, no, movie. No, no, why are you trying to hurt me like this? It's And then when I'm like, oh shit, it's a double entendre. Get me the fuck out of this movie. But that's what you're in for. However, I want to be fair. I wasn't the world's biggest fan of Blood Vessel. A lot of people at horror sites were crazy in love with it. People who work at horror sites confuse me often, but that's a story for another time. Point being, those are the movies I just listed. Those are not good movies at all. They're bad, bad movies. This isn't even that. I didn't watch this going, come on, did anybody try? They tried. They've seen other movies. That much is clear. And a full hats off to whoever was in charge of doing the makeup effects for this, because although it may have been a really terrible idea, they executed it as perfectly as one could ask. But let's talk about Blood Vessel, shall we? Joining me are my fellow critics, Adrian. Yeah, hello. Lewayne. Hey, how's it going? And Santiago. Can you guys see me? blood vessel starts in the 1940s with a bunch of survivors from a sunken boat presumably one sunken boat who are uh running out of food they're out of food and they're it's a big mix of different types of people from different countries i mean literally there's a point where i was like oh my god this is the and walked into a bar joke of nazi (laughs) horror films And so they like, oh, what is that? Oh, God, it's a ship. Yeah, it's a ship. Oh, crap. It's a Nazi ship. And as the opening titles already told us, the Nazis are tired of this bullshit and they're just shooting people on sight if they decide they don't like them. They're like, well, it's either starve to death out here or take our chances on the ship. So they manage to get them aboard the ship and there's no one on the ship except for some really crazy killed bodies where their veins like seem to stretch out onto the walls behind them. And they're like, what is this? A John Carpenter movie that no one has made yet? But no. (laughs) 
So they're looking around the ship, this group. There's like a British twat. Oh, yes. well, I, I say. And a British lady who's the maternal instinct woman of the film that we have to have in yeah. here, of course. There's the Australian guy. And just the fact that one of the lead characters is an Australian guy alone should tell you this is an Australian movie because no one else gives the lead role to an Australian character in any other country <laughs> ever. It just doesn't yep. happen. I'm at action. And you have like two Americans, one of which is a black guy who wants to make sure you know that he is a black guy. The other scammer American and then the Russian. And the Russian guy. One of the only actual soldiers. Kind of seems like he knows what he's doing more than almost anyone else here but is uh not widely liked because they're like hey we're gonna be in war with you next maybe sort of <laughs> yeah that that tension was a little weird in this because i'm like they were still technically the allies guys there was paranoia already running around about communism to be sure it, it really feels like a tabletop game campaign amount of characters everyone <laughs> yeah. is a stereotype so anyway all these characters walk into a barge <laughs> it sitting right there no. i'm giving the movie title <laughs> shit so they're like okay everybody's dead on the ship oh god what is this what what happened to the people on the ship and they find like crates marked with a strange medusa head symbol you're like oh no this is going to be one of these Nazi occult films, isn't it? Haven't we had like three of these like this year? There is, in fact, something on there killing people that is supernatural. There's also a little girl. There's a newt running around, you know, a little girl running around. So the, the American woman, the one female other character can have feel maternal about something. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, they find what it is. And if you don't want to know, we can't really discuss this movie any further without saying what it is, even though it happens surprisingly long into the film, the reveal, even though the movie is like shouting at you visually what it is. Yeah, the characters do not exist in a world where this is a normal thing. The rest of us are like, uh oh, they're like have to read an ancient book to go. What's a? They never say vampire. It's strigoi. It's strigoi, yeah. which is actually technically kind of different, but yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're like, okay, so it's a vampire. And Wait, so what this... is the differentiation between a strigoi and a vampire? Traditionally, vampires, as we kind of know them in the Western stuff, are undead. They are reanimated corpses that feast on blood, and then they have all the Dracula powers and stuff. Strigoi, in most legends, are humans that have been infected by strigoi or vampire blood and so they're not technically undead they are now just immortal and can change shape and do a bunch of other stuff yeah this movie doesn't care about that <laughs> it does focus however on one particular power of theirs more than i've ever seen a vampire movie do it which is their power to hypnotize and take control of people which is as near as you can tell really their only major advantage they're strong but they're not that strong like one person can keep them from opening a door at points <laughs> they're, they're like know? fighting a giant bat yeah the, the vampire itself is a big goddamn bat looking thing and i laughed i looked i was like that's ridiculous full credit man they did not make it look like it was fake Right? I looked at it and went, okay, they put a lot of work into that prosthetic. It looks real. It's just dumb in the first place. It's Batman, dude. <laughs> guy. Bat vampire -bat. face guy. And none of the other vampires look like that, so I don't know what the hell that's all about. Unnecessarily overgrown medieval character that... I'm going to say it reminded me of a few different types of animals, but it was like, I don't know, really weird. But I thought it looked cool. It, very practical and really disgusting, which I feel like I don't see a whole lot of that in movies nowadays. Like, I was grossed out by that character. I feel like this is the reason why people are liking this movie. 
and giving it extra credit because it does look like good makeup. It looks like a good mask. But man, that happens way late into the movie. And if you're on your phone for the entirety of what happens beforehand, (laughs) I'm not going to miss a lot. And in fact, that's probably the only way you're going to get through this. But not that any of our critics ever do that when watching <laughs> no, the movie. No, no, of for course us. not. I'm no, saying we devote all our time to the movie. I'm saying absolutely. if you're a viewer watching this and you do that, I can't blame you for it. This feels like another one of Shutter's making sci-fi channel originals. It does feel like a sci-fi channel original. And the weirdest thing is they put a lot of care into the actual making it look like what they wanted to with the vampire, but there's not really that much gore here. What there is isn't impressive gore. He had a blood hose. You know, I don't know. And like a little bit of CG to make veins look like they're turning black up the arm, which is certainly nothing new either. And the most cliche dialogue. Holy sheep shit. Every character in here is like on the brochure for like from the country of this. This is one of our people. Like this is insane how stereotyped every single character in this movie is. There's only one surprise that happened in this whole film for me. Would have been the opposite of a surprise 20 years ago. Now it's a surprise that they killed the black guy first. I was like, wait, why did they make this movie? (laughs) That was a little shocking. It happened, like, rather abruptly and unceremoniously. Just like, oh, shit, he's gone. I thought maybe he might have been the protagonist for a moment, but then he was just gone. It looked like the black guy and the girl would be the protagonist. And maybe that's what they were going for, was like, oh, okay, we'll throw you off. But we all had a meeting. I guess you weren't there. Didn't get the notes. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) It happened for too long. We're done killing the black guy first. I love vampire stuff. I'm not the world's biggest fan of the haunted ship. I mean, I can't even think of a good haunted ship movie. I mean, there's ones that have some cool parts, I guess, like Ghost Ship in my title has a great opening, but the rest of that movie sucks. Yeah, this feels like a 90s sci-fi channel movie with maybe like less of a reliance upon CG. Last week, I feel like every review I did, I started with, I don't dislike this movie. Yeah, you did. But but with this one, I do. I do dislike this movie. (laughs) And it's because it's just not that good. If you're flipping through channels and you land on the sci-fi channel and you think like, oh, I don't know what this is. Let me watch it a little bit to see where it goes. Yeah, you might get a kick out of it, but if you like horror movies and you go on Shudder to go watch a horror movie... A good horror movie, presumably. so many better things on that you don't have to watch this. Unless you're like, you just have to see every single vampire movie ever made. I think we can stop the whole Nazi zombie, Nazi vampire, like Overlord came out, that shit kicked ass. I don't know when we're going to get another thing like that. We could stop the whole haunted ship. I don't think I've seen a single movie where one of those was actually interesting. Even the old ones that people say. The Nazi occult thing only works if you're adding something else to it. I'll give points to there's one really bad movie reviewed earlier, Ghosts of War, that at least did in fact have something else extra to add to it that was like, okay, that was something I've never seen in a movie before. And it turned out there's a good reason why, because it was dumb as fuck. But still, at least you're trying to add something. It's not just Nazi occultists. Overlord had on top of it like, well, first off, we've got a really big budget. So we are just going to go full Peter Jackson with this motherfucker. And it could have been almost anything. That's the point. It didn't have to be Nazi occultists for that movie to be so super fun and gooey this is like but you like nazi occultists (laughs) the nazi occultist you know thing did spawn some pretty good movies i mean i'm thinking like 
I don't know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. While you guys were talking, I was like, maybe there's a movie in the future that references this scenario in the past where the Nazis fucked with vampires and it created all this bad stuff. And now there's like a sea of Nazi vampires. So like, you're right. Maybe like they just needed to go a few centuries ahead and add an extra step to make this like really dull upbringing. Even like the setting of the movie like kind of seemed gritty. Like everything was like muted colors. I kept feeling like I was watching a movie through those really shitty 3D glasses that you used to get back in the 90s where it's like red and blue. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was like, that's weird like why is there like all these like trippy like hues it's almost like they were you know taking a nod from mandy and i don't know they were just kind of just playing with stuff see if they can make like a pulp classic without really trying a whole lot there's something to say about how these movies can like really stain like the reputation of, of networks like shutter because this is crap i usually watch some of these movies with my wife and she's really objective like she doesn't care about shutter she doesn't think that it's cool that there's a horror like network that you can subscribe to as much as i think that that's just like a brilliant thing that's going to give a lot of great movies uh, the ability to be seen but when i show her stuff like this she's like why the fuck do you want to get shutter and we can just like file this under like pulpy forgettable fucking horror movies and maybe there will be like a huge back catalog i think adrian said this rather well in another review where he's like sometimes we just need kitschy bad movies like this to fill in the interbetween of really good movies and I guess this is that what this is, and I don't hate it for that reason, but I will say that it sucked. Overlord is a kitschy bad movie that's fucking awesome, right? This is a kitschy bad movie that's just bad. It's just yeah. dull. It doesn't have anything new to offer. Horror is like humor. Like, if there was the comedy network, you're never going to like everything on it. There's going to be stuff that you fucking do not see why anyone thinks is funny. And the same is going to be true of horror. But even that being said, if I was screening films for a festival, I would have rejected this one. Quite frankly, I would have gone like, no, this isn't very good. Someone will pick it up, but it's not very good. There are people out there, obviously, as I said earlier, who love the shit out of this, but I'm just not one of them. But let's go to final thoughts. Adrian, get us started. I don't like it. Outside of the caveat of you need to see every single vampire movie ever made, you can totally skip this. If you're a horror fan, I don't see what's good about this. I don't see what other people are liking about it. But hey, maybe you're one of those people and you're going to find something out of this, but... I'm telling you right now, I highly doubt it. I'm going to give this one go watch, man, anything else on Shudder that I'm not going to plug, but out of five. Wow. Santiago? It's a pretty good example for, like, bad taste. I think that that is <laughs> exemplified in the stereotypes of some of these characters. There was all this, like, like social commentary that, like, was being, like, just kind of, like, thrown to the side here in this movie where I was just like, wow, this is so fucking out of touch. I guess, like, I've said enough bad things about this movie. I'm just going to, like, stop right there and say that this is on the lower tier of bad horror movies. However, I did just watch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which was... Gosh, man. You don't like Halloween 3, Season of the Witch? That's a hot take. Dude. The soundtrack was amazing. I thought that... <laughs> I, I watched that movie when I was a kid, and then I watched it recently, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, anyway. man, I love that movie. All right, maybe I'll have to watch it again, and then maybe I won't be so jaded. Maybe next Halloween will be better, and I can rewatch Season of the Witch. Things will turn out better. Maybe I won't watch this fucking movie. <laughs> As we said, horror is subjective, so, you know. I'm going to give it three out of ten silly Russian accents. I cannot get rid of, like, the inflections of that guy's <laughs> voice throughout the entire movie. I was like, what's going on? He's now, like, making fun of himself doing the same accent. Yeah. I thought his name was going to be named Soda Popinski or something like that. <laughs> How Russian he was. Luane? This is where you guys really should spend the money to watch the video to see these guys here in a second. I had a lot of fun with this movie. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's be clear. That's not a necessarily a statement of the quality of the film. 
but about my experience watching it. Because I just watched a shit ton of scary movies that weren't scary. So this thing being as silly as it was, was exactly what I wanted to watch right then. <laughs> and I didn't have some of the hangups you guys did, because maybe I just need to turn in my critic's license, I don't know. The end of the day, I definitely didn't hate it as much as you guys did. <laughs> Although I absolutely recognize all of the flaws that you mentioned. But realistically, for me, you throw Nazis into a horror movie and a bunch of uh, some gore, I might be willing to go an extra point or two. So for me, this one is uh, three out of five holy water hand grenades. I didn't even hate it. I was disappointed in it, which I know is even worse, right? You're like, I'm so disappointed in you, Blood Vessel. No, that's Sorry, even Dad. worse. <laughs> Just hate me. It's obviously got the budget. It's got all the pieces together to be a film that's fun. And then it's just murdered by its script and some poor decisions along the way. It really is. It's such a bad script. I'm sorry. It's just like the most cliched, <laughs> stilted dialogue. I feel like the actors are capable. They're not terrible actors, but they're being told to act terribly as these cliched stereotype characters. Like you said, the Russian accented guy, you're like, this is silly. Why is this even a thing? And it's not fun. If it's silly, that's fine. If it's fun, but it's not, it's just a slog going through every last stereotype. Things happen, but at the same time, it's not fast moving. For me, it kind of moved out of the crawl. I was like, well, for fuck's sakes, how long is this? And it's not that long. Uh, it just felt like it to me. Uh, not my type of thing, and it should be, is the worst thing. All the pieces are here for this totally should be my type of thing. And I went, boring. I would have been more forgiving if this had come out in 1990, but here it is at 2020, and why are you still making movies like this? We weren't nostalgic for the shitty stuff about shitty movies that we liked from the 90s, right? We're still nostalgic for the stuff that actually did, in fact, work. This doesn't get that. Yeah, go watch 30 Days a Night or some shit instead of this. <laughs> this is a two and a half out of ten final lines delivered mysteriously breaking the fourth wall for no apparent reason at all. I mean, literally, I don't remember the exact line, but they should have just said fuck it and done this. Gone like, I guess it was some sort of blood vessel. <laughs> that would have been the only thing that would have made it worse. <laughs> I would have at least laughed at the self-awareness that they were making a crappy movie. I might have looked up from my phone. 